Welcome. David Levin here. Raise your inner game today. Mental game Monday post for Monday, June 14th. Well, that was a heck of a week. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what were the things that were pulling me down this week and lifting me up? Here's one classic one, uh, gravity moment from, yeah, last early last week. So I get this letter. There was a contested charge on one of our cards. So the letter comes and says, we've declined the request, but if you want to see the documents that we used to make that determination, call and we'll get them. So I call and I'm on the phone with this rep for 10 minutes until she we're finally get to the point where she says, oh, no, that's another department. So I get connected over there and I explain to them what I'm looking for. Said, no, no, that's not us. That's a different department. But you have to mail in a, a request to ask for those. <laughs> I say, what? The letter you sent me says I can call. She says, oh, okay. Let me check on that. So she goes, and I'm on hold for like 10 more minutes. She comes back on and says, actually, no, there aren't any documents. If you have some, you should send those to us. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Your letter says you have documents and I can request them. Ah, oh, just crazy. How can companies like this? I mean, it's a cliche, right? I mean, we all have these experiences. How can they be so consistently bad with just answering simple questions? That kind of stuff just drives me nuts. So how long did it haunt me? Not too long, really. I had to remind myself today about it. Um, a few days later. So... We, uh, Margaret and I, celebrated our 25th anniversary yesterday, actually. I mean, the anniversary was last month. We had the party yesterday, which is a beautiful thing, and I'll talk more about it when I get to the things that lifted me up this week, because it definitely did. But the preparation for it, <laughs> oh, my goodness, that could be a lot. One particular day, my son Peter and I had to go pick up some tables and chairs. Not a big errand far as what you expect but number one it was about 150 degrees it felt like it was insanely hot and for us you know we're in wisconsin so we don't get hot hot this is i don't know 90 you know 88 90 which for us is really hot and uh, our suv our chevy the air conditioning's broken in there <laughs> and we thought well you know we can we can get through let's see how far we can get without paying for that because that's going to be like 1500 bucks to fix it and we're like gosh we don't use it that often. So Peter and I are driving across town. And across town, give you some perspective, across town in Viroqua is about five minutes. It's a small town. Nevertheless, it's just so hot. And we have, so we had to drive across town, borrow a trailer from somebody, drive back across town, load the stuff up, bring it home, unload it. We were just at each other's throats. I mean, we were just so crabby. You know, we never get that way. Even though he's a teenager, the relationship's actually quite good and easy going almost all the time. But we were just so mad, just baseline mad, not even necessarily mad at each other, but just, and this is the perfect example of this high gravity situation, right? Just the situation we were in was turning us into other kinds of people, 
people we didn't want to be, people who were not actually helpful for the situation. And we were even talking about it too. Peter was just like, I am just in the worst possible mood right now, you know? <laughs> and then we got talking about it, and that helped us kind of break the spell a little bit. But, oh, my God, that was miserable, just miserable. I got back. I was, even, I was still mad at Margaret. Why was I mad at her? Because she wanted us to go get the table and chairs. That's what happens. When you get pulled down to one of these lower levels, you turn into a different version of yourself and generally not a version you like or feel proud about or, or is are helpful. So those are some pretty good examples. So let's flip it around then. That party was so lovely yesterday. I mean... You know, many levels. I mean, again, we haven't been able to have parties like this for over a year. So there were some friends there that we hadn't seen in ages. It was just a lovely thing. Also, especially touching for me, was just how much help there was. Margaret has a big family. A bunch of her siblings came down from up in the Twin Cities three hours away. And everybody's just working, 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 setting up, you know, prepping the tables and doing flowers and prepping the food and just so much help. And... Uh, you know, really just love and affection and support. And it was just touching and beautiful and just so thankful for all of it. Another really nice thing was um, our son, Peter. I've mentioned him a few times now. He's 16. As a, a special project from school this last year, he took on the project of managing the food for this party, if you can imagine that. It was crazy. And, you know, there's like 60 people, right? A lot of food. He did it, and it was really, it was genuinely good. Um, and he had a bunch of people helping, you know, other cousins and other kids were around all helping serve stuff up and prep stuff. And, of course, Margaret helped a lot in the process also. But he really did do it. He helped pick the menu and grill all the meat and prep everything. It was really excellent. Another high point, it was beautiful to have him do it. It was great to see him do it and uh, observe him just doing that job and how great he felt about it. It was just a lovely thing. So that was definitely the highlight. But here's another one that was, you know, I don't <laughs> oh, goodness. It's a little embarrassing to say that maybe it was kind of in that uh, realm because it wasn't in that realm. It was definitely not in that realm. But it was still really great, which is our car finally showed up. Last Wednesday, I got to drive up to Minneapolis and drive home in our brand new Tesla Model Y. Six weeks to the day of waiting and driving myself crazy, waiting, but we got it, and it was great. Here's a funny little uh, high-gravity moment related to that. I get the car. I get a ride up to Minneapolis, and, oh, little sidebar, little funny uh, extra little self-regulation moment. So I like to drive. I'm not super fast, but, like, when I get in the interstate, if, you know, the speed limit's 70, I'm 78, 79 on cruise. I like to go a little bit fast. Some people are way faster, but I'm on the upper edge of the people I know directly. I'll put it that way. So I find a, a friend of ours, a family friend, who's willing to drive me up to Minneapolis on Wednesday to get this car, which is a huge favor, right? So we're driving along, and it turns out he is a sort of a slow grandpa driver. So I mean, like, we're on the interstate. We get to the interstate, and it's 70-mile speed limit, and he's still going like 55, and at one point he comments, he's like, yeah, I do drive kind of slow. <laughs> People are flying by us, you know. And uh, so it was pretty good. I was proud of myself 
for letting go of that a bit. Because normally I would, well, and I can even tell you the story because I looked at the speedometer quite a few times. I was fully aware of it. But uh, I just completely let it go. I was, look, look, we've got plenty of time. We're still on schedule. I gave us some extra time to get started. This guy's giving me a free ride over the cities and back. I am all good. <laughs> I felt proud of myself for that. But anyway, so we get to Minneapolis. And I get in the car. And I drive it home. And it is so great. I mean, it's, I don't want to go into all that. But if you've not been in a Tesla yet, you owe it to yourself to drive one. They are fantastic. So I get home. I pull into the garage. I've been on the road for about seven hours. I pop the trunk to get out and unload some stuff. And the hatch comes up and smacks into the garage door and chips the paint. I haven't had the car for four hours yet. And I've already done damage to it. Now, to be fair, the chip is about the size of the head of a pin. And you'd have to really look for it to find it. But you can find it. And I did it within four hours. The next day... Uh, the kids had a cello lesson, and we were trying to see if we could get their cellos into the back of this new car. One of the reasons we got it is because it has more room in the back. And so I'm putting the cellos in there, and Francis's cello is in a soft case, and it has that sharp end pin sticking out the one end, and I put two gouges in the plastic in the back of the car. Hadn't had it 24 hours yet. So... <laughs> you can imagine I was not happy about that. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, it's part of the fun of the story. And I got, I got to tell the story many times. So I got a lot of extra value out of having that story to tell people, especially at the uh, 25th anniversary party. It gave me something to talk about and get some sympathy for and get some laughs. So, you know, there's two sides to it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, here's one more little thing. Two days before that, so Monday, I guess the night after I recorded my last entry, there was just this time I was just, you know, out around doing something, running some errands, whatever, and I just observed that I was just in the best possible mood. Just lit up. And for no reason. Nothing had happened. It wasn't triggered by something. It was just one of those periods where I just feel great. I'm happy, I'm optimistic, I'm energetic, I'm feeling you know, strong and just incredibly capital H happy for no particular reason. And it just reminded me a couple of things. And that's not an unfamiliar state to me. Um, especially the more you do this kind of work, you do just find yourself there more and more. But I realize it has been a while. I have been, I think a lot of it has been uh, the allergies and the hay fever and the season. Um, and I mentioned earlier some of the sleep issues. But I was feeling that when I was like, oh my gosh, I really feel great right now. And oh, I haven't felt this in a while. So I'm not much of a message there, I guess, just to remind myself that uh, that's what, what we are shooting for, to kind of have those experiences. Because when you're there, it's the best. It's the best for you. It's the best for everyone you come in contact with. It's really fantastic. And you can learn to get yourself there, both in the sense of, I want to feel like that right now. You can actually do that. But also where it just kind of emerges. And it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on, but this is good. And that the more you do get familiar with things like that, and especially if you do some sort of ongoing journaling, 
I refer to it as an inner game journal because I always think in the terms of the inner game, but you could think of it however you want. But just how are things going for me internally right now? Just a short little daily, weekly check-in. If you're doing that and you become more familiar with how great things can feel or how things feel at any particular place on the spectrum, it really helps you stay on the track of keeping things as good as they can be. Again, when you know how things can feel when they're on the good side and you realize you haven't been there for a while, that's information you can use to get you back on track and doing some of those things that help you feel good. So anyway, you get the idea. It's great to have the experience, but it's also great to learn from it and pay attention to it and think about it and note it and use it as a marker for your ongoing self-regulation and upward lifting work. All right, that's a lot of blah, blah there. Anyway, that was my week. Quite a mix of highs and lows and some really uh, excellent highs. Oh, one more little one. Uh, Peter had his first day of work at his very first job this week. Those kind of things, those are really good things. And they really light you up and they should light you up. Those are the, you know, the peak little experiences, the peak little markers in our lives. And one of the best things about doing this kind of work and getting better about regulating and kind of setting aside those things that pull you down and pull you off track and turn you into that other kind of person is that you can fully appreciate and enjoy and be present and participate in these things in your life. If I was still pissed about being over hot or tired or stressed out or whatever, I would not have been able to connect with Peter and celebrate so much with him and just be present with him with those little things, this new job. How's it going? What, you know, what are you feeling? And uh, I, it's just the best thing in the world. So anyway, there we go. That's my week. It was fantastic and notable in many ways. I'm expecting the next one to just be more normal. And that's okay too. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next week.